Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, <laughs> intelligent, wonderful <laughs> Disney attraction and food-loving wife, Michelle. I do love attractions and food from Disney. Hi. <laughs> you don't know what that's all about, but you're going to find out pretty soon. But uh, yeah, so uh, we are going to have a lot of fun with today's episode, yeah. which we are recording on Sunday, September 27th, 2020. We're almost to the end of September, yeah. moving into the Halloween month. Is it though? I don't know. It's a weird month this year. It's a weird year. Let's it just say that. It is a weird year. Fourth quarter almost here. Yes, that's true. We are we are actually into the autumn, into the fall. It right. was the first day of fall earlier this that's week. True. So uh, we are moving our way finally through 2020 and uh, on our way, hopefully, to a better year in 2021. Yeah. Then. Although it's been okay for us, but it still has been, you know, across the globe, it's been just a strange, strange year. Yeah, that so. is true. But we're here, we're here to bring a little brightness into your life, hopefully, or at least a little, <laughs> at least a little laughter, if nothing else. Um, so uh, we have a lot of fun stuff for you on today's show. Uh, you, we're happy that you found us today in the future. You can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. Where the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You can sign up for the newsletter. Yes, please sign up for the newsletter. We have lots of stuff for you on the newsletter, from uh, stuff from our YouTube channel, uh, Recipe Each Week from the Disney Dishes blog. By the way, I have a new one for this week that is, is uh, right from the Fall Foodie Guide at a Walt Ooh. Disney World. It's the Monster... Excuse me, Mickey Monster Mash Burger, which is delicious. So you'll want to check yes. out that recipe. And that will also be on this week's edition of the Hyperion Adventures newsletter. We also have our categories for the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame on there, which we will have a new one for you this week, although it's a classic one. It's one that we actually ran last year as well, but we will be seeking nominations for that one, and you will be the first to know if you have signed up for the newsletter. Right, and we don't use that email address for anything except sending that weekly newsletter out. Yep, and we don't clog your inbox either. <laughs> it's just once a week, usually on Tuesday or Wednesday, and that's pretty much it. We also love hearing from you on social media. We love to be active on social media, and if you want to find us there, we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. Hopefully, you've subscribed to us on YouTube. But if you haven't yet, please search us out. All you have to do is look up for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We'll show right up there and then hit subscribe. And whenever we have a new video, which is mostly video versions of these episodes, right. uh, you will know about it. By the way, if you uh, even if you listened to last week's episode, which was a, a pretty popular episode, a lot of you did, uh, you still might want to check out the video version of it because you know how we had Sonia and Paul on right. from Soul Duo uh, and then we played a couple songs off their new album, Clyde. Well, they did videos for those yeah, songs so and sweet. those are on the YouTube version of this show. So you, you'll definitely want to check them out and still go out and find their new album, Collide. It's a wonderful album. Yes. And you're going to really enjoy it. It's very enjoyable. Yes, yes. Uh, if you ever want to contact us for any other reason as well, you can always hit us up on our email, Podcast at gmail.com. It doesn't matter what the reason we love hearing from you. Yes, and we if you have any questions for us or if you have a question about something that we've talked about or a suggestion, let us know. We love hearing from you. Yeah, topic suggestions are always great. And of course, input on anything that we're doing here. We, we love to hear from you on uh, email. We did get a couple of uh, responses from email, as a matter of fact, this week. And uh, that will just lead us right into, yes, we have closed out the nominations for another category in the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. This week was a tough one. And I think it actually threw some people off and we didn't quite get as many responses as we have in the past because they couldn't narrow it down. Right, torture. It was, it was really, we were torturing people out there with this one. And that was best Disney song. So we do have our final nominations and that will go on the ballot. And that'll be a little easier because you'll be able to select more than five for that right. you know and by the way i told you to cheat i cheated on my list well. so just letting you know but let's get to michelle's list first of her five i did not cheat this time i did i fully cheated yeah. i couldn't pick just five so i yeah. fully cheated you know i was thinking maybe for a future we could do it by like decades or something like that yeah, well, I, I may narrow. Well, I'm I th I'm still going to keep this category, but there may be a next year editions of 
you know, more subset categories gotcha. like best villain song. Oh, you know, kind of like what we kind of like what we do with our our five favorite lists, where we kind of we, yes, we do have an episode out there where we did best Disney song. I know, and I think we pretty much did every every Disney song right. during that one. But uh, five Disney songs, you know, that we'll just kind of break into subsets at some point as well. Cool. So. All right, so uh, mine were not in any particular order. So, um, wish upon a star. When you wish upon a star, uh-huh. ma- mainly the you know the ones that I picked are because they invoke some kind of feeling. Right. Obviously, classic for classic, sure. Classic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, dig a little deeper. Oh yeah, Princess it, and the Frog. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the theme from Beauty and the Beast. Of course, classic. Yes. Out there, yeah. such a powerful. Oh, that's song. one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. And the theme to Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope. <laughs> that's a good one thank you that's a good one so there's michelle's list now on to my cheat 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 cheat, cheat wow. list yeah definitely more than five on my list but i broke them down into sort of five categories here so uh my list of uh, five best disney songs five best <laughs> disney songs i'm gonna start with number five is the theme from ducktales which oh, i love yes. so much it's possibly the best theme out there for sure it is it's great um for number four well as we all know hashtag real men love frozen <laughs> so for my number four a is show yourself from oh, frozen yes. two and four b is it lost in the woods from frozen two all right <laughs> <laughs> uh for number three i see the light from tangled mm-hmm. number two be our guest from beauty and the beast nice. And my number one, well, I went totally crazy with number one. One A <laughs> is Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. Oh, sure. yeah. uh-huh. One B is Out There from Hunchback of Notre nice. Dame. And one C, well, as we all know, hashtag real men love Frozen. <laughs> Let it go from Frozen <laughs> is my one C. So I, I think I got like three different uh, composing groups there right. between all those movies. And I, that's why I kind of, I split it up into three different. And I, I couldn't pick one over right. the other. I like them I all get, so I much. I get that. So. Yes. So here is the list of final nominations that will end up being on our final ballot when it comes out in uh, November, December, near the end of the year. Uh, so here's the ones that made the list. A Whole New World from Aladdin made mm, it. Good. Almost There from The Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, Tale as Old as Time, yes. Uh, Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins did make the list. Friend Like Me from Aladdin made it. Mm -hmm. I See the Light from Tangled. Mm -hmm. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, (laughs) even though I didn't pick it still, hashtag Real Men Love Frozen, so that's great. Uh, Let It Go from Frozen, of course, made it. Yes. Very happy about that. You know me. Out there from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yay. Show Yourself from Frozen 2. Stand Out from a Goofy Movie. I was surprised. And, I mean, I love Stand Out. Right. But I was a little surprised that it made it over eye to eye. I know. I had the- eye to eye on my list at first and, and then cut it out. Yeah. So I was a little surprised so, yeah. that if they were going to pick one song right. from a Goofy Movie that it's stand out but that's uh, a great song it is a great song and i'm happy it's on the list yeah. so and finally when you wish upon a star from pinocchio so cool. those will all be on the final ballot we'll, uh i have to go through it and decide how many you can pick from those but then uh you know whoever gets the most percentage points i think we'll have it cut off at like 66 percent or 60 percent or something like that you have to have 60 percent, and then you make it into the hall of fame if cool. you do so and then we'll have a new category which is actually an old category for you this coming week as for today's show we have lots of stuff for you this week including another disney destination is getting set to reopen we'll talk about that speaking of reopening there are more entertainment experiences returning to walt disney world we'll definitely talk about that uh and we'll also tell you when they're going to resume the upcoming live action peter pan remake has found its tinkerbell you know (laughs) we're going to discuss that and a beautiful tribute debuts at Downtown yeah. Disney. Yes, yes. But let's get to today's main topic of the week. I'm very excited about this one. This is a fun topic, <laughs> and I think we're going to come up with some interesting ideas. Let's get to that topic now. So yeah, this week's main topic, we are thinking about, you know, some of the great restaurants that reside within attractions Mm -hmm. themselves, like uh, the Blue Bayou restaurant at Disneyland, which is right there in the middle of 
well, not in the middle, but at the beginning of Pirates of the right. Caribbean, or say like the San Angel Inn, mm-hmm. which is uh, right at the beginning of the Grand Fiesta right. Tour in the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot. We thought, you know, that's just not enough. There need to be more restaurants right. within attractions that are themed <laughs> to these attractions. So we were going to pitch out some ideas to Disney and say, hey, you should think about these because I think we have great. And we know Disney listens to us, don't they? Yeah, both Bobs. Both Bobs <laughs> listen to us. Yes. So, and Josh. <laughs> I, I know they all listen to us, so um, we're going to throw some ideas out there and see what uh, they end up picking up. And, you know, if you want to throw us a little you know, nod at, for suggesting them, that's fine. But we just want you to make some great new restaurants within Disney attractions. Yay. Yes. This so, is a fun topic to do. So uh, so we'll can, I think we have like three each that we're going to do. And we also mm-hmm. have some listener suggestions that we'll get to as well. But we always start with any of these little segments with Michelle one because she's awesome <laughs> wonderful all things that are great in the world so but sweet. she also has the very best ideas you remember our Star Wars <laughs> series pitches she had like several great ones and she has great lists so let's get to Michelle's Ooh. first idea for a new attraction based Disney restaurant okay let's see I'm not sure which one to do first. And I actually did a fourth just in case we both picked the same attraction. I actually have four too, although I'm only going to do three. But I have four in case, just like you. Ah. And actually, I have like a couple in the burning in the back of my head that I could throw out there as well. Wow. So, yeah. Look at you, Mr. Creativity. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. I guess I'll start with um, Pirate's Lair at Tom Sawyer's Island Ooh. at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking is it could be a restaurant called the New Frontier Kitchen. Okay. And um, it could be located um, at the Fort Wilderness portion. So then patrons can really get to view the, um, they can see the train from there, the boats coming by, like the Columbia, the Mark Twain Riverboat. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, and it would be like an early American themed fair, um, you know, so it have some influences from New England, um, but also the South. I think their signature dish would be a smoked turkey legs, but they'd also have like fried cod filet with hush puppies, chili and cornbread, clam chowder and desserts. They could have s'mores or apple pie. Love it. That sounds like a great place. I'd tef- definitely go there. And actually, <laughs> we don't go to Tom Sawyer's Island very often. And they actually draw us out there if they had some really nice dining right? out there on the yeah. island as well. So, yeah. yeah, I like that idea. That's a great idea. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So my first idea, um, well, I mean, when you think of Walt Disney, uh, you think you know, what was one of the first attractions that he wanted to be sure that was located within his parks? It's the railroad, the Disneyland sure. Railroad yeah. and the Walt Disney Railroad. And if you've ever been on a classic train trip or whatever, right. what is there always aboard every great train across the globe? There's a great dining car. That is true. Well, why not we have the Disneyland and or Walt Disney World Railroad dining car experience Ooh. where, you know, it, it would be very exclusive because obviously there wouldn't be a lot of room within that car. Right. But you get in there and they have nice tables served with white gloves and just an elegant dining experience, probably a pricks fix menu of some sort, mm-hmm. maybe a three course thing or a four course thing. And you just, you know, do the grand circle tour around the parks. Be well, busy. <laughs> It doesn't spin that quickly. <laughs> You've been on the train. <laughs> and you have this wonderful dining experience aboard. Or it could be part of a, you know, the end of a tour. You could do breakfast. You could do brunch. You could do lunch. Nice. You could do dinner. It would just be a tea. lot of fun. You could do tea. That's a great idea. Tea would be fantastic. I, I just think it would be a, a lot of fun. It would be like, again, it would be an exclusive thing because there's only you can only fit so many tables right. within uh, a, you know, a railroad dining car. But I think it would be a wonderful, wonderful experience. Yeah. And, and just a lot of fun. Oh. Oh, and I think something Walt would appreciate. Definitely. Oh, so, I love that idea. That's my that's first great. pick. Uh, let's get to Michelle's next idea. All right. So my next idea, I was thinking, especially because of the music, is the rock and roller coaster Ooh. with Aerosmith. Mm. You know, and it would, you know, like I said, the music would really be in there too. And you kind of feel that as well. Um, and when I was looking at at this and trying to come up with ideas for food, I actually found out that um, they did a song on their 12th album called A Taste of India. 
<laughs> so I thought, why not have it be a, a restaurant that... <laughs> when I think Aerosmith, I think Indian food. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, the song was written by Steve Tyler, uh, Joe Perry, and Glenn Ballard. And so why not have one that's a predominant, like uh, tandoori dishes, um, you know, some curries, things like that. And uh, in I know the music wouldn't necessarily go with with that type of food, but hey, it was one of their songs. That's interesting. Now, I, I kind of figured if you're going to talk about something with Aerosmith and food that would be associated with them, especially with your Massachusetts slash Boston background, I know, I know. which is the area they're from, you would look for something along the lines of clam chowder. I mean, you already mentioned some I know, chowder so I didn't want to double up But on. something along the lines of seafood, you know, stuff fair you might get when you're in Boston. Right, but, right. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> Again, I wouldn't tie it in, but Michelle's lists are always the best lists. Her ideas are always the best ideas. So that's why, you know, I can't touch her on these <laughs> Uh, but it is interesting. I mean, they did do it, that song, and it was based on seeing a, a, a restaurant called The Taste of India. So really I thought, cool. well, tie it all in. There you go. <laughs> Who knew? But that's awesome. I love it. It's the deep research I that love you it. must do for this yes. podcast. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. That's a great idea. Fantastic. Well, thanks. What about your second choice? So my second one, and actually Michelle is wearing a shirt that actually ties Ooh. into it. Um, I was thinking, why not a restaurant within Disneyland? Mm hmm tied to the Disney's first ever mountain, the Top of the Matterhorn restaurant. Nice. You know, yes. something along the lines of uh, a, a spot near the top of the Matterhorn. Maybe they, you know, I don't know if anybody's using the basketball court anymore. <laughs> Maybe they clear that out, use that. And, you know, have something up there, have some sort of windows that on the outside, they look like it's still the mountain, but right. you can kind of two-way window, you can, you know, one-way windows, you can see out the side Ooh, of it, you know, uh -huh. and have these spectacular views all nice. over Disneyland Park. Meanwhile, they're serving you food that since it's the Matterhorn, which is, you know, part of kind of the Alps, you know, right. they're serving you food based on where the Alps are, which is, of course, Swiss food, but right. also French, right. German, Italian, maybe a little sort of fusion dishes, but kind of uh, food like that. And you're just sitting there having this wonderful meal high atop Disney's first mountain. And it's just enjoying these glorious views. And just imagine what they'd be like for fireworks, you know, when yes. they guys go off the views from up there. So. Nice. No, that sounds awesome. So that's my idea. The top of the Matterhorn. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, thank uh, yeah you. that would be a good one. It's funny. Um, you talked about our shirts. I almost wore my Jungle Cruise shirt. So. We're going to have been twinsies. I, twinsies. Twinsies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. So what's your third idea? All right. So my third idea, I have a prop. Uh oh, no. Props. This, all, this works really well for the people who listen to the show. Well, they can hear it. <laughs> so still in the box here from the small world. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. Or here's what I should have prepped it for. And so. you can thank Michelle for that being in their head the rest of the day. <laughs> so I figured why not have a, a restaurant associated or near um, Small World and uh, call it Small World Small Plates. Oh, oh I love that idea, actually. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And just have some, uh, you know, um, regionally international dishes, you know, like... Uh, European, Asian, African, Polynesian, Australian, North American, South American. Um, you know, just so just a lot of small plates that represent, you know, each of those regions that mm -hmm. are highlighted in It's a Small World. I love it. A little tapas kind of thing, you know, yeah. I think that'd be great. I, I love that idea. Well, That's a fantastic you. idea. Right. Disney, are you listening? <laughs> That's a great idea Michelle has, of course. Uh, Shouldn't surprise you, Michelle. Always uh, has the best restaurant you. ideas. What about your third one? So my third one, well, what's one thing that's missing? I mean, we love Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, mm -hmm. but what's one thing that's missing from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? I don't know. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, it, well, it has great things there, but yes. it doesn't have a table service restaurant anywhere within Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So I actually have a couple ideas mm, for possibilities when the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to start with my favorite one first, though, and that is going to be something that would take place, a restaurant attached to the hangar bay when you visit Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. You know, the classic oh, hangar sure. bay where you go in there, they have all the stormtroopers right. up there. There's the TIE fighter hanging and everything. Yep. It's just a wow moment. Well, why not have a restaurant kind of attached to that with some windows kind of looking into the hangar and maybe some others where they're doing some of the outer space projections sure. like you get when you're in the hangar and have that restaurant be a first order you know, themed restaurant and call it like the first order mess hall. <laughs> so you go in there and you sit down and then there's people serving you there and they could be like, you know, and when, when you're in that attraction and when you're in that portion of the attraction, you're getting ordered around by the people oh, that funny. are in the first order. Well, if you kind of think of like maybe, oh, I don't know, 50s prime time or whatever, where they're, t- you know, they're telling you to get your elbows off the table, right. oh, and yeah. clean your plate <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, some of these servers could be ordering you around there while you're you having go. your dinner or whatever. It just could That's carry awesome. on the theme. I think the food could be items from across the galaxy that the first order has obtained kind of during their, you know, domination of the galaxy or whatever, <laughs> you know. So it could be all this unique fare. And I just think it would be a lot of fun fun you know in a you know in a really kind of intimidating way right. but just all in good fun oh, love it. Be a, it'd be a, it would be kind of just a cool spot that is so. great great idea great Thanks. thinking and so if you don't want to do that idea or if you want another table service restaurant in there well why don't we go over to millennium falcon smugglers run mm. and do star wars hondo's pirate because <laughs> nice. we know we love, love hondo it. anaka here on yes. this show and, you know, Honda is always looking for profits, so he's opened a restaurant at Black Spire <laughs> Outpost, of course, uh, right there within Onaka Transport Solutions. Uh, you know, he invites travelers to dine in the, with the finest ingredients he's obtained from across the galaxy using his company. Nice. Uh, sometimes obtained fairly. Sometimes <laughs> maybe he skimmed a little off the top. You know, it's Hondo, so you know what he wants. So, uh, but you're going to have another, you know, place for some unique fare from all sorts of different systems throughout the Star Wars universe. And then you never know who might stop by. Of course, Hondo would be there as the right. host. He'd be the, what a great host he would be. Yes. But you never know who might stop by to, you know, kind of cut a deal with Hondo. Maybe Chewbacca's in there to talk about the you, the Millennium Falcon or Ray stops by for some reason or Vi or, you know, maybe even <laughs> Kylo Ren, you never know what they may need to work out. That's so true. I think it'd be a really interesting thing. So oh, I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's Very my creative. Other idea. That's fantastic. Thanks. Now I know you have one more idea. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just go ahead and do your. Fun. All right. So uh, my fourth idea would be uh, in Splash Mountain reimagined, mm. and have it be uh, Tiana's. Uh-huh. So have it be a New Orleans style with some Creole and Cajun dishes and with their signature dish being a seafood jambalaya. I love it. You know, and that's so funny because that would have led right into our next listener's comment who had a very similar idea. And actually, I had a similar idea too, but I figured you might have it. Uh I I knew when I received this comment that he had it, so I was going to save it for you guys to do. But I think this is a, by the way, this is a, since they're reimagining, uh, Splash Mountain right. anyway into a uh, into a Princess and the Frog theme. Um, do this, Disney. This would be great. Um, so this is from Jonathan Cotton, who hit us up on Instagram. Cool. You can find him at Vinyl and Disney. He does great posts there, and he's mm-hmm. a great friend of ours. Anyway, he said, so we all know Splash Mountain is being rethemed to the Princess and the Frog, but what if part of that retheming included a restaurant, and what better immersive experience than dining at Tiana's place? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How funny. Uh, New Orleans Fair and her signature such good beignets. He does. <laughs> he does, for sure. So, so smart. I think it'd be perfect, like, if you think of, you know, kind of where the briar patch is now that kind of trail end area that's like at the end of the ride where you oh, kind of yeah. after you go down the mountain right. and then you just kind of wind your way back towards the beginning sure like uh, r- something right there in that spot i think would be a perfect yes. spot for uh, tiana's place nice. you know with the yes jambalaya mm-hmm. beignets yeah uh, i think it'd be a fantastic idea so uh, disney definitely listen to that <laughs> idea and i know you're reimagining it right now um hit that one up because i think that's great michelle yeah. jonathan you know 
You were twinning so, out. That's in sync. right. Yep. <laughs> Synchronized. Very nice. So uh, we got some other listener comments on a, a few other possibilities cool. as well. Uh, Nate and Serena, the DVC duo, they are subscribers to the newsletter and they hit us up on an email. They said, uh, this week's topic is right up our alley. We are a couple. We, here are a couple of dining ideas we would love to see. First one, restaurant lounge atop the Tower of Terror. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. I, think I, I, yes. I think that'd be a great idea. Great views. And you, right. could, you could throw in a whole Twilight Zone yeah, theme into that it. that would be cool. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Some and that would classic really, cocktails. Really, yeah, really, really popular. Uh, next one, Haunted Mansion restaurant themed around the ballroom with ghosts, of course. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that'd be fantastic. You know, you know awesome. holographic images of ghosts and right. all sorts of things. I think that'd be a fantastic idea. Love it. Finally, someone else kind of with the same, a similar idea to Michelle. Again, Tom Sawyer Island is a perfect stop for the princess and the frog restaurant. So <laughs> kind of tying in both right. of our ideas. Yes. There. So, Love it. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. Cool. Cool. They, they went on to say, feel free to steal any of these ideas, Disney, no royalties <laughs> needed. We know you're listening. So, uh, thank you. Nate and Serena. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need. That's well, right. Free food. We're all over free food. Yeah. If it's free, it's me. <laughs> You're so creative. Not really. <laughs> so uh, moving on here, uh, Anaheim Park tourists hit up uh, us up on Twitter. You can find them at Anaheim Park. They said the end of the line, excuse me, end of line club at Tron Coaster. That's uh, something oh, yeah. tied into Tron Legacy. Yeah. But I think, you know, with the Tron Coaster getting ready to open, hopefully fairly soon right. at Magic Kingdom sometime in 2021, uh, that would be a very interesting idea. Yes. You could do all sorts of unique stuff with that sure. for sure. Uh, Justin Monorail hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at the Crutes or also, of course, the Monday Morning Monorail podcast at Morning Monorail. He said, okay, go with me here. <laughs> How about a TTA people mover themed restaurant? Booths could be modeled after the TTA train cars and they could deliver the food, maybe fusion sushi on a miniature TTA track that passes by each food. <laughs> there you go. Views would be important. So the restaurant would need to be on the second or third floor with lots of windows. I love that idea. Yes. I sent him back. Yep. What the TTA sushi mover. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah. So thank you, Justin. Yes, Another fantastic idea. idea. Anything with the people mover involved. I'm right. all in on. Maybe I would actually finally get them to reopen the people mover out of Disneyland mm. too. So I know that will never happen, yeah. but we can always hope. <laughs> finally, uh, Cam Ray hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at Cam Ray. He said, I would love a restaurant attached to the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. Here's where it goes a little off the rails, Cam. <laughs> and it would be a recreation of the Temple of Doom Palace, complete with monkey brains and eyeball soup. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I wrote back to him. Cam, I know that this is just, uh, you're wanting us to say monkey brains and eyeball <laughs> soup on the show. And maybe, I, um, I actually love the idea. I actually considered an Indiana Jones themed right. idea for either the Stunt Spectacular or the uh, Temple of the Forbidden Eye within right. Disneyland itself. Um, and who knows? I mean, you know, some people, as long as they're obviously not real, some people like kind of that crazy it could be Weird a, food. a dessert maybe right. that looks like. Some kids might, probably would order the monkey right. brains, you know, it'd be kind <laughs> exactly. of funny, you know, as long as, you know, it's like jello or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all for yes, your ideas. Um, I think this is a really fun topic and we'd love to continue it on. Please hit us up more on social media or, you know, you can email them to us, whatever the case. Uh, we would love to find out more of your restaurant ideas and what you thought of some of ours. Or maybe you would like to tweak some of ours. Maybe you have yeah. some better ways to, you know, take some of our ideas and even make them better. So Disney will definitely put right? these in. Because I think all of these restaurants, I would eat at every single one of them. Well, exactly. maybe not the monkey brains and eyeballs. <laughs> But every single one of them I would eat at for sure. Yeah, I love them. So so much creativity from, from you and our listeners. So that's awesome. Thank yeah. you, everybody. Yeah, and thank you, you very much. Thank you very much. And Michelle's list, always the best. Oh, <laughs> So 
that was a, a fun, fun main topic. I really think that this could be explored forever. I, I don't think there's really an attraction within Disney where I wouldn't like to see some sort right. of restaurant within it. And I think it'd be a fascinating way to approach it. And I think that, so I just think the ideas are endless. We can come up with them all day oh, long. Oh, definitely. And so. like I said, it was fun just preparing for this episode. Yeah, so. for sure. I had many more ideas. Um, you know, one of them I'll just throw out there right now was something on like, with using the tree houses. Because gosh knows, the Tarzan tree right. house or the Swiss Family Robinson tree house. I mean, really, come on. You know? Right. <laughs> I know. That's what I was actually kind of going with that before I went to, um, you know, Pirate's Lair. But I do think there could be something done with kind of upstairs at the tree houses yes, that might be agreed. fun as well. But I didn't really completely think it out. So if you want to approach us with something like that, please hit us up. Let's get to our Disney stories of the week. We have several actually Disney stories for you this week. And I'm going to start where there's another Disney destination that's getting mm-hmm. set to reopen very soon. And this is extremely exciting. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to get out there soon. But we did think about it when they said they're <laughs> reopening it, so we'll see. Uh, this from the Disney Parks blog. Given Hawaii's recent announcement of a pre-arrival testing program for those traveling from out of state, Disney is working toward a phased reopening of Olani, a Disney resort and spa, uh, beginning on Sunday, November 1st. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, it's been tr- you know tough uh, for anyone to travel mm-hmm. to Hawaii because there's always there's been this 14-day quarantine right. wherever you go there. So you can't really go anywhere or do anything there. Right. Um, but now with this testing program that they're putting mm-hmm. in place, and some airlines are doing that as well, even before you get on the plane, they're, they're putting in programs to test you right. in, in certain airports uh, before you even get on the plane. All this might tie in together to kind right. of open things up better. So uh, they go on to say in the story, just like the other Disney destinations that have reopened, they are using a measured approach, a measured approach that focuses on the health and safety of our guests, cast, and community. Their gradual phased approach to reopening considers the guidance of local and national government and health authorities, including the U.S. Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the U.S. Travel Association and Disney's team of health and safety experts, which from what we can tell so far in Walt Disney World's reopening, mm-hmm. they've done a pretty good job. Sure. It's been, for the most part, a success. Uh, this deliberate approach allows them to reevaluate and adjust along the way as circumstances and the recommendation of health authorities evolve. They say, we look forward to helping you make uh, new memories with your family, friends, and loved ones at the Alani Resort in the near future. Please continue to visit Olani.com for updates. So, and from what I understand, I really haven't researched it yet, but there are some great rates out there. So if you're Ooh, looking nice. as the weather starts to turn and get a little cooler, if you're looking for the get out right. to that warm climate, maybe Olani's in your future. And especially if they have great rates for something, a place that's usually fairly expensive to right. get into, maybe this is your chance to experience Olani. Yeah, that is a great Great point. I didn't th- even think about that. I was just excited to hear that they're reopening. And I know that a lot of people, you know, especially with families, totally enjoy the experiences that you get out there. But that's a good point, honey, that, yeah. you know, with the weather getting cooler in some parts of the country, that that's an awesome destination yeah. to look into. We considered it ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to make it, uh, at least not now, but we did. Yeah, we we heard about ideas. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. We've got a couple of uh, Walt Disney World trips coming up here. Yeah. Not till 2021, but uh, we've got a couple planned mm-hmm. that we're excited about. So uh, moving on, speaking of Walt Disney World, something else to be excited about. We have more reopening news for you as a few Disney World entertainment options are set to return. Yeah. Again, from the Disney Parks blog, they've been pleased to be able to reintroduce a number of guest favorites, this is from their story, uh, to Walt Disney World theme parks in recent weeks, along with some fun seasonal surprises. Saturday, yesterday when we were recording this, they announced that another popular entertainment experience, which is really exciting to me because we, as we all know, Hashtag real men love Frozen. <laughs> For the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration is returning to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yay. And what theater is that in? <laughs> I would say Hyperion. It is in the Hyperion <laughs> Theater. So all they're just speaking right to us for sure. Yes. Actually, we've, you know, as much as I love Frozen, you love Frozen. I do too. Yeah. We have actually never done that. And I know, I've heard it's funny? great. I know. Um, and so we have to do that when we get back to the Walt Disney yeah, definitely. World at some point. So anyway, moving on with the story. Beginning Monday, October 5th, you can watch once again, join Eric and Aria, the royal historians of Arendelle, for their comedic retelling of the unique story of their kingdom, filled with delightful sing-along moments from Disney's Frozen and special appearances by Anna, Elsa, and Kristoff. 
For the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration will be the same incredible show guests have loved for the past six years with some adjustments to staging and audience seating to allow for appropriate physical distancing. Totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So. so cool. Very happy that that show's returning and we're looking forward to checking it out once right. we get back there in early 2021 for our trips back to the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, some other things that are happening there. Uh, during your visit to Disney's Hollywood Studios, you'll want to be on the lookout for some of biggest of the biggest Disney and Pixar stars as they make their way up Hollywood Boulevard and across the park in special pop-up motorcades. Rolling intermittently throughout the day, you never know when some of your favorites might pass by, so they, they're not going to tell you a time so right. people aren't gathering so right. much. But every once in a while, these motorcades will just come by. Uh, each celebrity motorcade features stars on the street and others like Mickey Mouse, Edna Mode, nice. one of Michelle's favorites, yes. or Doc McStuffins, riding in colorful custom convertibles. Uh, the Mickey and Friends motorcade highlights Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, and their friends Chip and Dale, accompanied by a bouncy musical score inspired by Disney cartoon shorts. Uh, the Pixar Pals motorcade takes the Incredibles, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and others down the avenue waving to their fans to the beat of the Green Army Drum Corps. <laughs> And the Disney Junior Stars Motorcade brings favorite TV friends Fancy Nancy, Doc McStuffins, and Vampirina to Hollywood Boulevard. So some that's great. More, All you know. Again, you know, it's one thing right now is yes, you don't get the you know, approach the characters. You're not going right. to get that character interaction necessarily as much. The meet and greets, mm -hmm. uh, but they are trying to do their best to give your little ones and you know the little ones at heart that character experience right. still while you're there and as safe a way as possible. And these yes. motorcades seem to be doing a good that. Job sounds like it'll be really entertaining to catch. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. also Disney Junior fans are all invited to join the fun at Disney Junior play and dance in the animation courtyard each party performance throughout the day features a dynamic dj spinning favorite songs from disney junior tv shows plus special onstage appearances by disney junior stars such as mickey mouse vampirina and more so nice. another great way for yes. the little ones to right. kind of shake their, shake it out out there and have some good yeah time. you want to do that again honey? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things I got that quarantine 15 where it's a lot of things are shaking on me right now, for sure. That's funny. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next story, Disney's upcoming Peter Pan live action remake has found its Tinkerbell, and it's really interesting and exciting news. Yeah, yeah. got a lot of traction on it's social media. For good and bad, by the way. Yeah. But, um, you know, we take it all positive right. here. We're excited about this. I think it's a, a very, very cool uh cast announcement mm -hmm. by the way so this is from people.com yara shahidi is taking a trip to neverland hey. they say the blackish and grownish star announced on friday that she's set to play the role of tinkerbell in disney's upcoming live action peter pan and wendy right yeah so cool the 20 year old actress revealed the news on instagram sharing a photo of herself looking away from the camera while wearing a bright green v-neck coat with a bejeweled purple turtleneck underneath and she just said you know you know let's go yeah uh, tinkerbell you know so it's very cool uh, the upcoming disney film was directed by uh, pete's dragon director david lowry and will be a live action version of the 1953 animated movie uh, Shahidi joins Alexander uh, Milani as Peter Pan, Ever Anderson as Wendy, and Jude Law as Captain Hook. Uh, also funny, in, in, uh, we haven't really discussed much about the casting for this movie, but interesting that Ever Anderson will also play a young Natasha Romanoff in Black Widow whenever that movie finally hits <laughs> the screens. I think it's been pushed back to May of 2021 now. Yeah. It's been pushed by an entire right. year. So whenever that gets there, that'll, uh, she'll also be in that film as well. But yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited yeah. and uh, very interested to see this new take on Tinkerbell. And it should be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And it's just exciting to hear more uh, things are happening within the movies and the film industry. So that's really cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. I'm very excited about uh, that. I'm very excited about the movie. Mm -hmm. and I'm very excited about the uh, cast announcement. Now, finally, last story uh, I'm going to get to this week. There was a tribute to an amazing person that mm -hmm. debuted in downtown Disney this week. And it's absolutely perfect. Yes. Uh, this from the Orange County Register, a former Walt Disney Imagineer paid tribute to the late actor Chadwick Boseman with a mural of the Black Panther star making the Wakanda salute on a 
on the side of a downtown Disney building. Uh, the King Chad mural, as it's titled, uh, was done by artist Nicholas Smith, and it was unveiled on Thursday on the side of the former ESPN Zone building in the Outdoor Shopping Center, which is next to Disneyland. Uh, the mural shows Bozeman and a young boy in a Black Panther mask, both making the right over left Wakanda forever salute. Uh, it is just, it's its so beautiful and touching and right. encompasses who he, at least as far as we know, who he was as a person. Right, right. I think, you know, I totally agree with you that, you know, the mural really captures the heart that he had, um, the heart that he had for, you know, um, obviously doing film, but also for children, for making things just better yeah. and happier. And I, I, I really loved it. It was, you know... Very it's tearful to see it, but I loved it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, I, and just like you said, I mean, the one thing we found out about him and knew this before going in, but we didn't know that he was, uh, you know, suffering, battling cancer for right. the last several years. But, you know, throughout this battle, he was visiting children uh, within these right. hospitals that were also, you know, in similar fights to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was just so heart touching to know that he was doing all this and suffering somewhat. I mean, yeah. he had to be, you know, yeah. I mean. Uh, and yet it's, he was out there, um, you know, brightening these children's right. lives. And that's why this, this mural encompasses right. so really well. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, this is, uh, from the artist statement next to the artwork at downtown Disney. It says, quote, seeing Chadwick's heart for people in person and later discovering his courage, courageous battle with cancer. I was inspired to create this tribute to honor his life and legacy. End quote. Uh, you probably know, uh, Bozeman died of cancer at the age of 43 in late August, of course. The actor Mm -hmm. was best known as playing King T'Challa in Marvel's Black Panther and the Avenger movies. Uh, The artist Smith was on hand for the unveiling of the new uh, art installation and posted photos of the tribute in his Instagram account. Uh, He went on. He also said this along with it, quote, to millions of kids, T'Challa was a legend larger than life. And there was no one more worthy to fill those shoes than Chadwick Boseman. I'm so thankful to be able to honor Chadwick's life and purpose in this way, end quote. It's beautiful. Nice. Yes. Find the pictures yes. if you haven't seen them already. I want to get to downtown Disney just to see it right. myself. You exactly. Know? I mean, I know it's been kind of crazy at downtown Disney. I heard the other day that they, 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 they had to cut off parking after like five <laughs> minutes because everybody's going to downtown Disney. But eventually, I'm looking forward to get there, and I hope that that mural stays up for a long, right. long time. I'm sure it will. I mean, it's... It, it brings so much to the to the location, mm-hmm. and there so. uh, it really couldn't be a more um, you know deserved subject right. than than Chadwick Boseman. Um, just so great, and we um, appreciate all he's done on the films, but yes, off the films yep. as well. So great. So that's it for my Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle, one because she's beautiful. Look at her; <laughs> she's wonderful. She's all things great in the world. She has the best <laughs> Disney ideas, Star Wars ideas, lists. She also has the very best tips. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, you're so sweet. I, I do find it interesting that of the two of us, the one who had a Star Wars song on their top five was not you. <laughs> I went with more classic Disney. You I went with more Frozen. I could still classic Disney. <laughs> I also could have put, included like the whole soundtrack to Hamilton on that there, you know, true. but I went classic Disney that and just, you know, true. steered away from that. So. Yes. But. I'm just teasing you. But anyways. Okay. So back to my chair. By the way, Rob will never let me hear it or let me uh, let it in uh, that I didn't have a Star Wars right? song in my song. So whatever. <laughs> So uh, since we were talking about food today, I thought my tip would be associated with food. And it's really just in terms of preparing for that 60-day advanced dining or ADR uh, reservation window um, to really help make sure you're securing the reservations that you want. And these are, you know, they're common sense, but just things to think about and to double check on. So first of all, you want to create your list and then prioritize by what you truly want to make sure you're getting um, and then you know maybe tagging each of the things that you think are the most difficult restaurants to get into um, and then before your booking date really double check now that you know you you have to do the Disney parks reservation that you're picking the res the the 
date that you want to the park that you have the reservation. Yeah, that's important right now <laughs> you because just, you cannot go to the other park if right, you forget. There's right. no hopping. And you don't want to you know, waste time that morning when you're trying to really make sure you're getting to the ones that are most important to you. So having that preparation in advance to really make sure, okay, on this day, I'm going to this park and I want this restaurant, you know, just so that you're, like I said, that you're making sure you don't have any issues with discrepancies when you're trying to do that, um, you know, and have that all set up and, and actually get into the system before 6 a.m. Eastern time um, so that you can be right on it to nab your reservations. Very nice. Yep. It's a, it's really important. Yeah. It is. Especially to some of the, the key restaurants. Like if you want to get into Be Your Guest or, right. you know, some of them, it, you really need to be on the ball and get that reservation. Exactly. And and go in the order of um, the hardest to get mm-hmm. first, not sequentially by date or anything like that. But the ones that are hardest first, go, go with that. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, I guess it really depends on, you know, where your park reservation is for right now, but just assuming in the future that you eventually we're going to get to go and park hop or go to whatever park you want on any given day. Um, when you're making those reservations, remember that some people may have started their vacation, their window may have opened up before you. Uh, so at the beginning end of your stay your vacation Mm -hmm. some people may have already booked some of those reservations same goes for fast passes once those come back or whatever uh if you're looking for that hard to get reservation you may want to go more towards the back end of your vacation if you want to get to be our guest or some of these other restaurants Mm -hmm. or fast passes that are more difficult to obtain um that way you know that window for people that are starting their vacation later hasn't opened up yet. So you kind of have more availability uh, to get some of those. Good point. So eventually when we, uh, yes, for these now for the dining reservations, eventually when we get back to things being somewhat more normal and fast passes and so forth go up in the future. So Michelle's tips, always the best (laughs) tip. Sweet. Uh, My tip also has to do with dining a little bit. And I just want to quickly remind you that if you're, if you're going to, Go ahead and yes, get that advanced dining reservation for some of these restaurants um, within the parks, especially. But it goes for any of these restaurants. But like you say, you get uh, a reservation for Disneyland's Blue Bayou Mm -hmm. or you get a reservation for the Sun and Hell Inn at Mm -hmm. the Mexico Pavilion inside of Epcot and World Showcase. Really, I mean, while they're good restaurants, the food is fine. There's nothing if you really want to go and be in those restaurants and experience it to their full full max to the maximum ability right wait ask for a table by the water by the right. edge so you can get that view of the bayou when you're in uh, the blue right. bayou restaurant the pirates of the caribbean the boats going by or you know the sun and hell in watch you know nearby the uh, the pyramid and the boats right. going by there because otherwise if you just get a regular table somewhere in the middle of the dining room or whatever yeah you can kind of see these things off in the distance right. but it feels more like you're just eating at any other restaurant right. and really if you if you you know, pick these restaurants, the food is fine. Right. But it's not like it's so over the top that it doesn't matter where you're sitting. Sure. You really want to have that prime location and you may not be able to get it, but it doesn't hurt to ask. Right. And if you're willing to wait an extra half an hour or whatever right. to eat, um, that might secure you that wonderful spot right by the water. And that also goes for any of the other restaurants too that have some of these, you know, they have a main dining area and then maybe they have some side rooms on right. like Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen has a couple right. of side rooms that you really want to get into because they're a little bit quieter. They have some unique other um, trinkets around them right. that are cool to experience. Same with Be Our Guest. Uh, the side rooms are, you know, the, the main hall, the ballroom there. It's kind of cool to see the ballroom, right. but you can see it anyway. Uh, the other side rooms may be a little more quiet, you know, more just intimate. a little bit more better dining experience there. It's worth asking and trying to get those. And usually they will accommodate you if right. they can. Especially if your reservation, your dining reservation is more of an off hour. If it's, you know, in one of the peak times where they really have to turn tables, they might have a harder time ac- accommodating those requests. Uh, but I know that they really do try. If you're booking, if you really want something like that, you might want to consider having, you know, either very early or, or very late compared to the bulk time of uh, their bookings. Yeah, not the standard lunch, right. dinner, if it's breakfast right. or brunch, not the standard time, something right. kind of in between somewhere. If you can hold off and eat at a different time sure. or have a snack somewhere along the lines to kind of tide you over and the little ones over right. until you get to that point. Um, but really, and you know, it's just like 
anything else, you know, with the attractions, you know, you can ask for where you want to sit. If you want to sit in the front, if you want to sit in the back, if you don't mind waiting an extra turn or so, right. a lot of times they will accommodate you. And the same with the restaurants, as long as you don't, you know, you don't feel like you need to get in there first thing that's available. Right. If you ask, a lot of times they will seat you in the location that you want. And it, it does increase the experience uh, that much more, especially at some of these, att these attraction-based restaurants. You really want to be right there next to the right. water if you can. Yeah, and, you know, it, it, it also helps when you're, you know, have that level of humbleness to ex say, look, I know this might mm -hmm. not be able to happen, but if it can, we'd appreciate it. And doing cast compliments whenever they do yeah. assist you. Exactly. Cast compliments, always great. You right. should. They work really hard and they go over and above very often to make sure things, your vacation is the best it can be. Right. Uh, cast compliments are the best way to uh, let Disney know that these people are doing a great job because they do hear about it. They do see it and they do hear about right. it. Right, so. exactly. So that's it for this week. Uh, next week, well, it'll be the first week of October, or as we in old school radio like to call it, Rocktober. <laughs> I love it when you spring things on me. <laughs> so we're going to celebrate Rocktober by counting down our five favorite Disney rock and roll moments. Now this can mean a lot of things to different, what, what, what is a rock and roll moment could mean a lot of things to different people. Is right. rock and roll the music? Of course. Can rock and roll be an attitude? Yes. Rock, it can be, a, you know, it could be a, an attitude, a situation, something that's really cool that happens. That was really rock and roll, you know, really a rocking moment. So uh, we're going to, it should be an interesting list to kind of find out what our five favorite rock and roll Disney moments are. Yes. And to help us with that list, we are going to be joined by our friend Tombstone Josh from the Disney's podcast hey. because he's a rock guy. Yeah. His show has a rock edge to it. So we figured who better to invite on the show to discuss rock and roll moments during Rocktober. <laughs> <laughs> Tombstone Josh with the Disnoids podcast. It's going to be a blast having him on the show. We're looking forward to it. Uh, we've been wanting to do it for a while now and so happy that it's finally coming coming up and uh, he's just such a wonderful warm person that's awesome yeah he's a great friend of ours on social media and he's always been very supportive of the show and we finally figured out a, a time and a topic where right. we can get him on so we're very excited to yeah. do that next week so that'll be a lot of fun uh, as for today we appreciate that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts over the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there please sign up for our newsletter please sign up for the newsletter we uh, put out all sorts of information about the hyperion adventures podcast the disney dishes blog whatever's going on you will be the first to know if you sign up for the newsletter yes and we love hearing from you if you want to send us an email giving us some feedback or if you have questions for us and what we truly love is hearing that uh you tell a friend yes please tell friends about this show that is the best way for them to find out if you have time to leave us a review great um a rating fine a review even better but uh yeah just telling your friends is really the easiest way and like michelle said if you ever want to contact us through email you can hit us up on our gmail account hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com also you can hit us up on social media please follow us on social media we're on uh, Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and also go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel and you know check out these some of these videos where you do some interesting stuff. You can see me shaking. I to see all, all this quarantine 15 moving when I shake it out there. Uh, that's all on the YouTube. You can see the doll if you want to see the doll that Michelle had singing to you earlier. That will be on the YouTube as well. It is an official small doll still in the box. Doll. Still never, in the box. I'm never safe. been out of the box. Luckily, it's still in the box. I'm safe. <laughs> it's not going to come and get me, I don't think, out of the box. So. Okay. <laughs> All right, again, off the rails. Let's end it. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.